Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 96 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm running on unicorn blood. (laughs) True. I'm currently living a half-life. A cursed life. (laughs) Oh, that was a good one. I just came up with it. 96 episodes in and you come up with a good zinger after all this time. Always. I've had some good ones. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like, that was a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. (laughs) Today, our episode is sponsored by Marin Goers. Thank you, Marin. Thank you. And and if I butchered your name, I'm really sorry. But I think 96 episodes in, we've come to expect this from me. Oh, yeah. Today, we will be discussing Chapter 25 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, The Egg and the Eye. So make sure that you have read that chapter and you're ready to sashay into the detail. (laughs) And before we begin, we have uh, some weekly profit news that I hope we don't spend a half hour on, but that's most likely. So let's go, Meg's Mouse Tales. Well, all over the place today on Facebook and Twitter... There have been these articles that keep getting posted saying, J.K. Rowling is writing new ebooks for the Harry Potter series. Harry Potter fans soon can go four books deeper into the world of wizarding. Pottermore Publishing <laughs> plans to release a series of short, nonfiction ebooks exploring the traditional folklore and magic at the heart of the Harry Potter series. Except, they always leave this little tidbit of information out. J.K. Rowling ain't writing these books. So... Silence. What? <laughs> so apparently, what they're doing is they're taking the information from the exhibit in London and New York, a history of magic, and they're taking that information and putting it in ebook form. See, now if we're talking about the stuff we saw on the walls, where it was like first draft of the first chapter and things were different, cool, but. Do not call that a new Harry Potter book because it's not. I don't it's even new know information. if that's going to be it. Well, though. right. I think most of the stuff that you're seeing is it's so clickbait. Being yes. like, yeah, Harry, new Harry Potter books. No, they're not even like Harry Potter books. From what I understand, they're like talking about the things that she's gathered like historically. Yeah. But what I don't understand though is that like what's the point of the books that they were printed for them? For the aren't exhibit? they the same thing or just? Yes. Yeah, I think it's going to be the exact same information in ebook form now. Mm. So they're releasing a journey through charms and defense against the dark arts and a journey through potions and herbology on June 27th. There are two more coming out called a journey through divination and astronomy and a journey through care of magical creatures. There's no release date for those. If you guys mm. remember, 
Tiffany, I'm sorry that you probably won't, but if you guys remember, those are literally the rooms at yeah, the exhibit. Is. Those are the titles of the rooms that you walk into at the exhibit. So it's there were like there mm. were about four sections, and that that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, and, I have and with after the you, well with the book that you get, well you don't get it. You had to buy it, but um. I have the the like one from the British version basically. I mean it's exactly the same as the American. The, there's just some color difference. I heard there's more But it's info. broken up. I think in the British one. Yeah. Yeah. It seems bigger. Yeah. Um but like it's broken up into that as well. Yeah. I literally think it's the same thing. Mhm. Mm. In which Shit case me. that's super annoying and it's a money grab. Mm. And For sure. So, and I will say so that the, I, I don't think that this is J.K. Rowling's fault. She's not the one saying, oh, let's release these ebooks Again, I feel like Pottermore is kind of taking on the same, um, the same role as, like, Warner Brothers. Pottermore has taken over the book portion of the Harry Potter series, and Warner Brothers has taken on all, like, movie, digital, most digital media and stuff for the Harry Potter series. And Joe is just kind of like hey, this is mine, you guys actually own a lot of rights to it, you're making money off of it. Not that she's not getting money for this, but, like, again, like we've said a million times, she doesn't need any more money. She is not going out there and saying, I want to totally just bleed these people dry. Like, I don't, I'm pretty sure that it's Pottermore and Warner Brothers doing both of those things, and it's really Mm -hmm. frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. It takes and like, the, don't... it takes away from collecting. I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt yeah. you, but like, I'm somebody no, who likes to collect everything that they put out. But now it's getting to the point, and this happened to me with the Funko Pops too. Like, I was really into the Funko Pops because there was just a couple here, a couple there, and I was like, oh, this will be a fun little thing to collect. And then it just got blown out of proportion, and I'm like, whoa, this is overwhelming. This seems like excessive. And now that now like books and ebooks and stuff are turning into that. And it's just really disappointing because I used to love every single book that I would buy that was a part of this world. And it's annoying. To be sneaky in the way where you're advertising this as more Harry Potter books. They're not. So like don't call it that. And you know, don't say this is JK Rowling. She wrote it. She didn't. So don't lie to me, first of all. But who, Which, who like, said that? Did Pottermore say that? Or did CNN articles say that? Pottermore well, kind I think of did. Like, most of them, up. they're like, ooh, more... Like, the way that they word things, it's like, oh, from the world of Harry Potter, they'll say, like, stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everything... All I've seen is, like, your more Harry Potter books are coming out. Like, they kind of just, fudge it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, because they're not lying, but it's, like... I don't know. It's, it's all in how you word it. It's, mm-hmm. that's, nice. that's called good advertising, but sometimes that's, you know, it's very deceitful. Well, now, I'm I'm not upset with the way that Pottermore worded it. Six, six days ago on Twitter, uh, they tweeted, Ever wondered where magic really came from? Introducing the Harry Potter A Journey Through dot 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 nonfiction ebook shorts adapted from the audiobook Harry Potter A History of Magic and inspired by the British Library exhibition of the same name. I'm not mad about that. No, that's that fine. No, not yeah, that. Okay. But like, if the articles, a lot like of other CNN's places. article. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, like, more, too, I'm not mad at you for that. But why? I don't know. I also like because I didn't grow up reading the British versions. Like, I don't know why. Why do you have to have like 
there's British covers for like you know the uh, um, illustrated ones. Like I don't know. It's just like now everyone wants to have one of each, but they are beautiful and everything. I, I don't know. I'm just like kind of over it. I will stop s- giving me stuff. It's fr- it's just getting a little bit frustrating. Well, like a lot of the times now it's um, quantity over quality, and it's like no, give me good definitely. stuff. I don't want just Potter on everything. Like I don't need that. I want actual merch. Yeah, and I think that what frustrates me with these audiobooks is this is literally now the third iteration of the exact same information. Right. We have the yeah. books that is the British and American version, so there's two. Then we have the audiobook through Audible, which again is talking about the same information, but I get that it's an audiobook, so it's nice and some people like that better. So like that I was fine with. But now an ebook that is just like a shortened version of the books, it just seems like well, unnecessary. Is there more information in there though? Is there like specific excerpts from Joe? Do you know what I'm saying? You know how Pottermore There's writings There's stories. writings in the book. Like, Joe will write, has written, like, you see stuff where she said it in those bigger no, books. but, like, like coming more from on her. top of that. More on top of that. Since no. that was They also out. have a kid's version. To be honest, if there is different information, that's even more frustrating. Because I think that they've already put out this massive book. Put it all in one book. It's all about the same topic. Put it all in there. If it is yeah, different... Yeah, now you're going to have to buy four books if to you To get all the info. And that's and annoying. I, and I don't think they're going to be... I mean, I don't think the other shorts were expensive by any means, but it's still... They're like five and bucks, they both hear I think, a dime but there. Still. You know what I mean? And now they're going to charge you to have like a membership for, the, for Pottermore and stuff? Like, no. Well, let's get into that, too, because I did a poll on Twitter. Um, I said, how much would you be willing to pay for exclusive Wizarding World content? And that's in regards to the uh, tiered system that Pottermore is going to come out with. I don't know if there's going to be one tier or what. Um, but There'll be uh, many tiers from a lot of people that can't afford it. <laughs> True. Five oh. percent of the sixty-six votes said they would pay fifteen to twenty dollars a month. Twenty-four percent said they would pay five to ten dollars a month, and seventy-one percent said they they would pay nada for a tiered extra yeah. Wizarding World content. Can I blame you? No, but uh, guess what, guys? That's why we exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, like. I was, like, as I was, as we were talking about that in the last episode, that was the last episode, right? The Daily Prophet, I think. Or the one before. Or the one before. The last one that aired, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I was thinking as we were talking about it, like, well, what's different between Pottermore doing that and a podcast like us doing it? You know what I mean? Comparing it to, like, Patreon. Yeah. But here's the thing. Pottermore is a massive organization that has all of this content at their fingertips to produce other things that they could instead of a paid monthly tier thing. You know what I mean? Whereas like when you do it on Patreon for any podcast, I'm not even just talking about Swish and Flick. A lot of podcasts do Patreon. YouTube channels do Patreon. All kinds of content creators do Patreon. That Mm -hmm. is literally to help a small business, basically. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like comparing Amazon to Etsy. All right. Amen. So, like, Amazon does not need to create a tiered monthly subscription, which they have. They they have have Amazon Prime, Prime, but like, (laughs) 
<laughs> but like I'm talking, you know, to like get product yeah. from them as, as opposed yeah. to like Etsy creators. Their stuff costs a little bit more sometimes, but you're getting quality over quantity and mm-hmm. it's more specialized. One of a kind. Right. And I, I just think that they're trying, a lot of companies are trying to delve into like the Etsy Patreon setup way of doing things because they're like, oh, look at all of these people who are successful off of doing these types of things. Like Disney is doing it too. I saw a ton of new merchandise that Disney put out and they were literally copying all of the Etsy creators out there who make specialized buttons for Disney vacations and specialized Minnie Mouse ears that are like super creative and amazing. All of a sudden Disney is like, oh, people want that. People like the specialized creative ears. I just like purchased uh, a onesie for Alana and a tank top for me. And it's um, Mickey and it's like an American flag. Oh, that's cute for 4th of July. I'm pretty sure that was probably an Etsy idea. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. I mean, like they're like big companies like that are trying to basically like piggyback off the success of smaller businesses and taking money out of the smaller businesses' pockets by doing that, which is really frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't mm-hmm. like they don't need to go after those little shops. They make pennies compared to what Disney actually makes or what Amazon actually makes. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? And I feel like now Pottermore and the wizarding world in general is starting to do the same thing. Yeah, well, I don't know about the merch at the wizarding world because, I mean, people on Etsy are the ones that are doing the Ravenclaw colors correctly and... They definitely we don't. We started on this. They again. definitely. Know, but I'm just like, saying, like they haven't taken a leaf out of that book yet. Wise up, y'all. Well, like I won't lie. I'm also someone that like grew up where like when we went somewhere like that, my parents had enough. Not to say that we were like dirt poor or anything. Like I went to Disney when I was once when I was a kid, but like my parents didn't have a crazy ton of money to buy me tons and tons of souvenirs. I'm also one of four kids, so like. You know, it was one of like you can pick out one thing. So I'm very much used to going places and like not getting the merch and disappointed by like and every single store in like the universal like Harry Potter part is all the same stuff. I don't know. That's just like my opinion where like you go into like one store, they have all this merch. You go into another store, they have all the same merch. Can you, you like change yeah. it up a little bit? You like really have to know also, where to go there to get different stuff. Also, we all know Ravenclaws want their real colors. Okay, thank you. Bye. Yep. Moment of, moment of silence for that dumb silver <laughs> slash gray. out for the uh, fake Ravenclaw colors. Don't want it. <laughs> I do have one. It's like super on. frustrating. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Yeah. We'll, I'll just. Ugh. I did let myself for like half a split second because whenever you see those articles, there's that tiny, 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 oh, tiny part of yourself for a second, uh, right? Yeah. But then I clicked on it and I was like, well, maybe it is something because like it said a Harry Potter and a journey through charms and defense against the dark arts. And I was like, whoa, is she giving us like a snippet of like one of their classes? Like how cool would that be? Because it said like go oh, back in time. Cool. And I was like, whoa, Joe, that'd be awesome. And then I was severely disappointed. So. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, well. I just have a question: Is anyone gonna buy it here? Out of the four of us, I don't. Uh, think, yeah, me. I don't think that I will, <laughs> just because I own the 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 books on the exhibit, and I feel like it'll be the yeah. same info. I mean, I own that book as well, but um, I'm gonna have to get it because I'm gonna have to see if it's any different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Well, report back. You could to probably us and let us know. Well, probably yeah. Get a sample. 
Yeah, you'll report back to us. I'm also not crazy into ebooks. Like, I like them, but. Um, you were just telling like that. me that you wanted to use your Kindle again. I know, but like, <laughs> I just honestly just need to start reading again. That's books that are. I know, so same. do I. Yeah. <sighs> All, right. All right. Okay, are we ready to move on now? Yes. <laughs> I think so. Recap. Thank you. <laughs> all right so christmas is over mm. and that means taking care of all that homework they've been ignoring so class classes start back up but hagrid doesn't teach for a whole week thanks to rita skeeter because she exposed his giant secret thankfully the trio <laughs> and Dumble- dumbledore show him a lot of love and he agrees to come back to work harry is still struggling with that golden egg and he decides it might finally be time to give in to cedric's bath advice I like baths. But it's not bath advice. Like, bad advice. But um, <laughs> that's a, that was really bad. It's okay. That was really bad. Okay. <laughs> you worked all day. <laughs> Katie. Three in a row. Whew. Okay, so. Harry takes the advice that he stinks. A.K.A. his muscle <laughs> told him. So he goes to take a bath in hopes that he can crack that excellent clue that is screeching oh inside God. the golden egg. You're welcome. Everyone's favorite ghostie, Nat, helps Harry out with what to do. He figures out that they're sending him to swim with the fishes and murder people. Uh, and like, he's not really a great swimmer. I mean, who is? Besides Michael Phelps. And he, uh, how is he supposed to survive underwater for a whole hour? So then he leaves, and on his way back to his room, he encounters some professors and almost gets caught, but he's under his cloak, and Judy covers for him, as does the cloak. A wink, wink. <laughs> Harry tells Judy he saw Crouch on the map and then lets him borrow the map. And I said, wrong move, dude. Wrong mm. move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did Lupin tell you? This in the hands of an enemy is bad news bears. Exact quote. Okay, I was going to say, is that an <laughs> exact quote? Yes, Remus would say bad news bears. Definitely. Bad news bears. <laughs> bad news wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to be that kind of night? Yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys keep freezing on me, so I don't get to hear anything. Oh, oh Katie sorry. said bad news wolves. <laughs> oh, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's uh, sashay, shall we? Yes. Okay. Are we sashaying away? Sashay away. Harry didn't know how long he would need to work out the egg in the bath, but he knew that he needed to do it at night so he could take his time. Smart move, bro. How awkward would that be if he's like <laughs> random in there? Super. Also, awkward. I have a question about the bath times. Like, this is one <laughs> giant tub. Are y'all going in there and taking communal baths? I don't. Think or so. is there like does like the door like be like occupado? <laughs> It was always my headcanon that the door wouldn't open if there was somebody else in there. I never okay. thought what if about you like, wanted to have, like, What if you wanted to have, like, a fun time with the person that was in there, like, consensually? Well, then you would just have no. to enter together. Know what I'm mm. saying? So, like, once the door is open and closes, nobody else can come in. Oh, mm. no. I feel like it would kick you out like the no. boys' dorm does. No. It only happens, I think, in Raven... Not Ravenclaw. Where is he from? Gryffindor. What? Headcanon <laughs> also that 
the prefect bathroom and the room of requirement were the perfect places for couples to go. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> this is This took a turn. You have talked about it. I'm just saying, I think the door... I don't know. I don't think... I don't know. Vinny in what? the Discord said... Think- Ah, uh, the prefix bathroom. Fan fiction main setting. Honest to God, that was the <laughs> setting in so many fanfics that I read. That's why I asked. Oh, that's that why you felt so confident. Yeah, definitely Jiminy, confident. Chris, you guys. Read fan <laughs> fiction, can't... Tiffany. <laughs> I can't even read non-fan fiction. My time is so limited. Anyways, while you eat that candy cane away from your <laughs> microphone, you I'm going to continue. <laughs> so Harry's feeling a little bit salty about Cedric and accepting favors from him. Um, planning had to be done very carefully because getting caught would not be a good thing. He has a terrible reputation, as we all know. Terrible and reputation. It- terrible reputation. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the cloak would, of course, need to be used um, so as not to be caught by Filch. And I said, oh, dear. And he would need to take the Marauder's Map to aid him in his rule-breaking. The map, of course, is powerful and shows the whole of Hogwarts, shortcuts, secret passages, and most important, everyone in the castle. So, on Thursday night, he sneaks upstairs to put on the cloak and then creeps back downstairs. And he waits for someone to come through the portrait hole. And, luckily enough, it's Ron because he's helping him out. And you hear him say... Banana fritters. And then Ron wishes him luck. That sounds amazing. Whatever those are. No. I pulled it up on (laughs) allrecipes.com. I am not... Tiffany, I have a new rule for you. Every time that you bring up a recipe, you have to make it for us. Well, that's a hard pass. I love that idea. No. Yes. I'm no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna purposefully make things terrible. Dude, I'll make these. I'll do you it. You make. I don't even like bananas. Get Neither out. Not banana girl. Get out. I love bananas. Well, you can have them. Okay. So, banana fritters. They look good, but I know they're not because they're bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Half a cup of milk. <laughs> two bananas that are mashed. Two cups of all-purpose flour, half a teaspoon of salt, three teaspoons of baking powder, two eggs beaten, one tablespoon of margarine. Oh, oh God. Oh, okay. A quart of vegetable oil for frying. I was like, why would you put a quart of vegetable oil? (laughs) (laughs) You could totally make that vegan. Vegan butter and flax eggs. confectioner sugar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mix it all up. You cook it. For five minutes in the fryer. Then you cook it. And then you eat it. And then you eat it. And I think they put like some like powdered sugar on top. It looks good. But like I said, it's bananas. I need that in my <laughs> life. So That's delicious. Sorry if you like bananas. I just, I try them. I try really, really hard. That's I how I feel with it. lettuce. I thought you liked it now. I tolerate it. Mm, okay. Well, I don't tolerate bananas. <laughs> so, he's out, right? Ready? Here we go. Moving under the cloak wasn't easy as it was by himself without holding a gigantic egg. So, he's got the egg under one arm and the map at his nose. 
And so now he's at the statue of Boris the Bewildered, who is a lost-looking wizard with his gloves on the wrong hands. <laughs> so, like Sarah. I was going to say, sounds like me. So specific. Yeah. <laughs> Pine fresh are the magic words for the bathroom, which I think is really, really cute. And in he goes. Do you think they were cleaned by Pine Saw? They were probably cleaned pine by fresh. It. House elves? Like, using Pine Saw. I don't know. What sure. would be the the magic equivalent of pine saw? Pine saw. Pine saw. Scourge oh, of like, pine saw. Like whomping wipe, you know. <laughs> but pine saws aren't a wipe. <laughs> True. Spray, right? right? I don't know. Hmm, give me some time. It's a liquid. Hmm. Mandric magic. <laughs> <laughs> Boobo tuber balm. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Sounds gross. Yep. I was Sounds just gross but... enough to clean. Uh. All right, Katie, you keep thinking, honey. All right. <laughs> so his first reaction is that it, it would be worth it to be a prefect to use this bathroom. And that's a pretty big deal coming from Harry Potter, I yeah, think. Yeah, for sure. Um, And so, quote, it was softly lit by a splendid candle-filled chandelier, and everything was made of white marble, including what looked like an empty rectangular swimming pool sunk into the middle of the floor. About 100 golden taps (laughs) stood all around the pool's edges, each with differently colored jewels set into its handle. There was also a diving board, long white linen curtains hung at the windows, a large pile of fluffy white <laughs> towels sat in a corner, and there was a single golden framed painting on the wall, and it featured a blonde mermaid who was fast asleep on a rock. Her long hair over her face, it fluttered every time she snored. Dude, this to me is like when you think of like a Mr. Clean commercial and everything's white and sparkly. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Go ahead, Sarah. Um, I just like that in the movie, she, being the mermaid, is a like stained glass window. I really like that imagery, mm-hmm. more so than a painting. Yes. I agree. Someone in the yes. Discord, Kay Lemon, said, this bathroom sounds very Instagrammable. Can you see someone, like, kicking back in the pool, like, hashtag purple foam today? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're throwing, like, 30,000 bath bombs in there, and, oh, like, my you're God. doing Instagram stories with them. Like, but I do have one serious question. Like, why do you need a bath that big? Why does your bathtub have a diving board? Because that would be amazing. The question is, why not? Because it's extravagant. That's wasting. Yeah, but it's wasting a lot of water. You don't know. They might recycle. Mm. Wizards can create water out of nothing. So is it really a big deal? Mm -hmm. Maybe the taps are magical. Well, I mean, well, I mean, like magical water. It's just like a spell casting the water to come out. If it's magic water, does it actually clean you? Probably cleans you better. (gasps) I'm into all this. Why do they even take baths? Didn't we discuss this? Don't they just have scourge for relaxation, Katie? It's fun, Katie. Gosh, I don't like baths. (gasps) Oh, I don't like a magical bath. I would like a magical bath. I will say though, I do. Sometimes take a bath when I'm like in a hotel room, which is really gross. So, 
Why do you do that? I don't know. Sometimes I sit down in the shower and, like, you know when you had a bad day and you just need to sit down in a shower? Yes. No. That's happened to me. Yeah, a time I or do two. that. And you just want the, you want the scalding hot, like, I shower, <laughs> I shower the very kill. hot water. <laughs> shower and kill. Like, the best shower I ever had in my entire life was at a hotel in Belfast. And the water was so hot, my skin was red when I came out. <laughs> And then I got burnt by their towel warmer. <laughs> wow. Oh my god! A lot of places like over there have like towel warmers that mm-hmm. like you hang your towel on. It's glorious. But like the rod is like hot, obviously. And I'm me. I'm I'm running into things, and I was like, "Ooh!" I'm like, "That hurt." Just got burned. <laughs> you just got burned. All right. So I was looking up the prefix bathroom, and I came across an article on Pottermore that is titled. The five places we would most want to visit at Hogwarts. And one of those places was the Prefect's bathroom. And it reads as follows. Much of being a Prefect sounds about as fun as a sing-along with the Mandrake. But between the Prefect's carriage on the train and the Prefect's bathroom, the elite segregated spaces might just have been made it worth it. Hogwarts positions itself as media... I'm sorry... Meritocracy. How do you say meritocracy? Words. I was going to say mediocrity. (laughs) (laughs) It's like your position based on merit. Yeah. Right. Okay. But there's nothing fair about comparison between the prefect's bathroom and the one for the ordinary witches and wizards of the school. On one hand, you have a rainbow-hued bubbles, perfumed water, and a bath the size of a classroom. And on the other hand, a dingy, sodden space populated by trolls, spiders, and giant murderous snakes. <laughs> I mean, you can't argue with that logic. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it says. Um, but also, wondering for real, can I take a bath here? I would love yeah. to. If they ever make would... a Potter Hotel a universal, there needs to be a prefix bathroom. The the pool should be themed after it. How fun oh would that god. be? Oh my god. Like if they like an indoor pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. You know what they yeah. could do? They should put like lights in it so you could like change it colors. Yes. Like yeah. you know. With your wand. Have you... <gasps> yeah. Oh my yeah. god, with your interactive wand. We should work there. Yeah. We should so work there. Mm-hmm. Take note, Universal. Jeez. Okay. And then I already asked these questions. I said, what if you're um, taking one and someone else tries to at the same time? Is there a magical barrier that will be like, nope, come back later? Or do they have a schedule? And I said, I need to know. But I'll probably never know. know. I need to know. (laughs) But Harry keeps having this feeling that Cedric is playing a joke on him. And I don't get that. And I think it's his um, anger and saltiness because of Cho that's getting in his way. Because mm-hmm. I think deep down in his heart of hearts, he knows that Cedric isn't lying to him. Yeah. Um, but he's pretty excited to try out all these taps. So let's have a bubble bath. Here we go. He could tell at once that they carried different sorts of bubble bath mixed with the water. Though it wasn't bubble bath as Harry had ever experienced it. Have you experienced a bubble bath? I feel like the Dursleys wouldn't let you. But oh. I'm just saying, Honestly, I don't though, think Mr. Bubbles is a part of his routine. <laughs> I, I kind see. of He doesn't agree. have a little dory to swim with. We got two dories. <laughs> I can She's see got them. more than two dories. 
I could see That's them true. being like, you've got five minutes, take a shower, don't waste water. Like, yeah. hurry up. Yeah. I gave him a bucket in the backyard. Oh my mm. god. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> summertime. <laughs> Poor Harry. What? I yeah. know. Get ready with your little uh, bell over there. One tap gushed pink and blue bubbles the size of footballs. Another Ooh, poured gosh. ice white foam so thick that Harry thought it would have supported his weight if he cared to test it. A third sent heavily perfumed purple purple cl- clouds hovering over the surface of the water. Harry amused himself for a while, turning the taps on and off, particularly enjoying the effect of one whose jet bounced off the surface of the water in large arcs. This sounds now, fun! It would have been really cool to see that in the movie. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would have. It would have. But, you know, what did they add in there instead? Nothing. Bubbles. So, when the pool is full of hot water, foam, and bubbles, he pulls off his PJs, ooh, slippers, and dressing <laughs> gown, <laughs> naughty, and slid into the water. His feet, his feet barely touched, and that's how deep it was. So, basically, it would be over my head. Uh, he swam around <laughs> a little bit before paying attention to his task, which was figuring out the egg. Okay. Megan was first, I think. What's a dressing gown? A robe, I think. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All it's right. a robe. My Sarah, question is, you? Do, you, do you think that, like, it would magically change? Because, like, if you're not a strong oh. swimmer, do you think it would? it's always, like, going to adjust to your height a I little bit? It. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe it's purposefully, like, where you can just barely touch. Yeah. So you can use the diving. Oh, but the diving board. You don't want to just barely touch and be able to use the diving yeah, board. Yeah, but like again, even if it's like if you're if you're diving what if into it, moves it always your dive. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. We are talking about a magical school. Am I right? Am I right? I'm right. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, I feel right. like I forget about that honestly, There's and magic. I overthink things, and I'm like, oh well, magic could do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's like when amazing, sounds, like magic. If I'm watching something, I'm like, "Well, why would this happen?" And my dad will be like, "That's because that they wrote it like that, Sarah." <laughs> oh my god, my dad like, that's always how it's in the script. I'm like, "All right, no, fine. my dad says because it's in the script." Yeah, my dad does it. <laughs> oh my goodness! So our task at hand. He takes out the egg, opens it, and you know the wailing fills the room just like every other time. So he snaps it shut, worried that Filch may have heard, and he's wondering if that was Cedric's plan all along. Yes? Sorry, do you think that they have a silencing charm on the bathroom? Like, you know, you close the door. Yeah, I don't think. But I think, do you think it, like, deafens the sound? Because what if you were having a very luxurious bath? Luxurious bath. You know what I mean? Or, like, being crazy and, like, Jumping around in the pool, you know, the pool, diving the, board, the, the whatever. Yeah, I don't think you can hear. I don't. Think I don't think Filch could have heard that silencing charm instead of annoying bathroom fan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. But what a thought! Like, come on, Harry. He's paranoid. He he is so so salty. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. I think he thinks of Cedric as like the guy that stole my girl and like the guy that's also trying trying to steal like some of this glory and like he's against me because he's the other Hogwarts champion when really Cedric's like dude we're kind of in this together like here's a hint like here's me like telling you giving you great hints of like what it is without telling you so I'm not really breaking the rules right and we talked about that last time you and I specifically Mm -hmm. that this was like his Hufflepuff way of Mm -hmm. paying Harry back as well as trying to stay or not I mean he clearly this is breaking the rules if you follow the rules of the tournament whatever nobody does but like this is him like towing just yeah. over the line to where he feels okay with himself and what he yeah. has done um, to end my section here's a little quote and then making him jump so badly that he dropped the egg which clattered away across the bathroom floor someone spoke I'd try putting it in the water if I were you Ooh. <laughs> so and all I can think of is Myrtle from Cursed Child. Yes. Oh my God. She was so She's good. She's queen. <laughs> oh. So good. So good. All right. So uh, I think it's green, but it's not. I know. I'm sorry. I was, I copy pasted something and then it just kept the formatting and I was too lazy. So, um, <laughs> better than my notes. <laughs> so, uh, as we said, that was Myrtle. So, right. I keep saying so, and I'm annoyed by myself. Um, I've said it a thousand times. Take- <laughs> Teddy, you're going to be loud no, on be here. On the I know. Um, Tiffany, I think, posted this link in my section about Moaning Myrtle Unsung Hero. Did you do that? Probably. Okay. I think I did. Um, so I went to it. It's a Pottermore article. And I pulled just a couple little tidbits from it that I really liked. Uh, Myrtle definitely had a reputation. Just look at her nickname, Moaning Myrtle. But the forlorn ghost did have heroic tendencies, even in death. So because Myrtle didn't confine herself to just one toilet, which would be the girls' bathroom on the second floor, she was able to help Harry master a a trying task in Gobble to Fire, which is the one that we're reading about right now. Harry was in the prefix bathroom trying to figure out the egg, and he was lost. So she comes up and tells him to put it in the water. Um, She's able to penetrate the white marble and candle chandelier-clad bathroom to watch Harry try to crack the mystery of the egg. Golden. Sorry. I was so excited to ring it. Sorry. Mystery of the golden egg. (laughs) Um, But nowhere was off limits to Myrtle, particularly when the setting included water. So we find out here that she would, like, go down through the pipes and stuff and go out into the lake and all of that fun stuff. Uh, Myrtle's out of control. She's a little creepy, to be honest, in this (laughs) chapter. Um, She is all ghosts. Yeah, Oh, my uh, gosh. (laughs) creepy Myrtle's interest in Hogwarts students taking baths actually ended up being crucial so by watching Cedric's bath time clue solving session (laughs) she knew that you had to put the egg underwater to get the result that you needed so she aided Harry in solving the clue and then I like the ending sentence in that section of the article it says helpful yes but honestly Myrtle (laughs) Because you got nothing else creepy. to do for all eternity. Oh, you do you, Myrtle. You do you. 
Do you guys think that without Myrtle, Harry would have figured out what the heck to do in that bathroom? No. I think if he would have, it would have been an accident. Like, yes. he dropped the egg in yeah. the water and I had wonder, to go get it. Is that how Cedric figured out to put it in the water? By dropping it? I mean, it took him ages. I don't know. Maybe. Almost well, I think it took him ages to figure out the gone. clue as well. It oh. did take, yeah, I guess that is true. It took him a long time to come to him? the conclusion. You, wait, did, Mo- did Judy but, but tell did, him? But did Judy? I don't remember. I haven't I, finished this book. Maggie, you did. I think... I think I've never read it. <laughs> I think that Judy directs him to... Like, use the bathroom? Yeah, but he doesn't really push him. <laughs> he doesn't give him as much direction. Cedric, uh, you stink. Go take a Go bath. Take a bath. <laughs> um, I said that I don't, I'm not so sure he would have figured it out at that moment in the bathroom, but I, he obviously, I think he would have figured it out before the task because of Judy. Yes, Sarah. Oh, do yeah. you think, do you think that Judy slash Cedric slash all people were like, go take your egg to the bath because have you ever thought about the fact that your best thoughts are when you're in the shower? True, because mm. they really yeah. are. Possible. So true. Yeah. So maybe they're like, you might have crazy thoughts, crazy amazing, like championship winning thoughts in the Hogwarts bath, where you can dive deep into your feelings and figure it out. <laughs> dive deep into the details of the clue. Sashay mm-hmm. and swim Sashay. away. Away. But don't run around open water like that, because mm. you will slip and hurt yourself. So Myrtle is upset when she points out that Harry hasn't come to visit her in a while. And Harry just oh, kind of here. I'm sorry, I found it. What? Um in chapter thirty five, Veritaserum, uh it reads as such. The second task, that was when I was most afraid we would fail. This is Judy talking. I was keeping watch on you, Potter. I knew you hadn't worked out that egg's clue, so I had to give you another hint. You didn't, Harry said hoarsely. Cedric gave me the clue. Who told Cedric to open it underwater? I did. I trusted that he would Mm -hmm. pass the information on to you. Decent people are so easy to manipulate, Potter. I was sure Cedric would want to repay you for telling him about the dragons, and so he did. Stuck it. Okay. (laughs) But it took him a while to figure out what it all meant. He didn't come, so he didn't didn't come up with more long. people for a while, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Moving on. So, where am I? Oh, Myrtle's upset that Harry hasn't come to visit her in a while, but then he just kind of makes up an excuse like, oh, I can't come in there. It's a girl's toilet. And I like how she calls him out and is like, well, you didn't care very much two <laughs> years ago that it was a girl's toilet. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. Oh, well, I guess it's... Is she saying that in the the book? Because it's, like, foreshadowing because we're going to need the pertinent information of why he was there later on in this book. You know what I'm saying? Because he's making apologies potion. Oh. I'm sorry, I missed that. Apologies potion. That's why he was in the bathroom in the first place. Yeah. Back in the second year. That's why he spent all the time there. So she's kind of reminding us Hey, remember Holly when they Juice did Potion? That? that is kind it of an interesting call out. Yeah, I like that. You're welcome. Did you think of that on your own, or did you internet that? No, me. Yeah, I just no. I just thought about it because later on in this section, 
they're talking about how someone's stealing stuff from Snape. And in the movie, the scene is like him yelling at Harry being like, you stole and I know y'all are making pallet juice potion again. Oh my gosh. Did he say it like that? <laughs> you can smackity smack smack. Don't talk back. Y'all stealing from oh me, bro. I ain't gonna tolerate it. <laughs> I can't. Really Not, today. <laughs> Not today. Not today. Sashay away. is that the chapter title yeah nope episode title (laughs) um (laughs) so myrtle does creepily admit that she spies on boys specifically in the bathroom oh and that she saw cedric put the egg into the water and that that's what harry should do so So she didn't talk to him no she didn't (laughs) too shy peeping tom peeping myrtle is what that was um so harry makes her shut her eyes so that he can go retrieve the egg because he has to get out of the bathtub because it clambered away whenever she scared him so he goes and gets it and comes back in puts it underwater and he could hear gurgling but he still like couldn't hear anything and then myrtle again Well, Myrtle gives him another clue and says, no, you have to put your head under the water, too. Come on, Harry. Honestly, does she need to tell him everything? Yes. Right. Do you think uh, had Myrtle had an opportunity to produce a Corporal Patronus, it would have been a turtle? At that moment in time? (laughs) (laughs) You're not funny. (laughs) You're laughing at me. I'm laughing at you laughing and you thinking you're funny. Because Myrtle the turtle. Oh. It's a play off Yertle the turtle. No. <laughs> if Myrtle could produce a Patronus, it would be a Q-bone. A Q-bone, it would be because they cry all the it time. It wouldn't, because Q-bones are cool. They're sad, though. But they're sad. Like, their whole stories are just she depressing. Could, she could be a sad panda. Yeah. No, it's a turtle. God, move on. All right, (laughs) (laughs) who wants to hear me sing the clue? (laughs) Do it. Sing it. Raise your hand. Oh, no one. No. Oh, (laughs) I want to. Come. I want to. Our voices sound. We cannot sing above the ground. An hour long, you'll have to look to discover what we do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at church. (laughs) I'm crying. I have a a question, though. If you think about it, if, like, so. Sounds beautiful when he's listening to it finally underwater. But mm-hmm. when you see them later on in the movie, like they don't sound like that. <laughs> well, actually, I also think only one. It's because <laughs> it's because I recorded the part in the bathroom, and then it was other people that were the mermaids mm-hmm. in the lake. Oh, you are correct. Sense. Yeah, so it's me. You so basically, Sarah, you like my voice. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my question though do you think that in real time life not movie time life like real time life book life do you think it was Playoffs? like like a Harriet singing 
We took something from you. <laughs> <laughs> we just <laughs> went everywhere. Go find it. <laughs> like Linda yeah. from Bob's Burgers. Oh, God. Oh, well, anyway, so I don't know if you noticed, that was the movie version that I sang, but the book version actually has more lines to it, so I wanted to uh, read that. It says... Come seek us where our voices sound. We cannot sing above the ground. And while you're searching, ponder this. We've taken Wait, what... Can you say this like Florence, the whole thing? No. Like a Florence Harriet. Katie can do it. Katie does a great Harriet number two. Oh my Katie, God. go ahead, do it. Nope. Oh, come on, you gotta. Come on, Katie. This is what mer people sound like in the Harry Potter movie. Yeah, come on, do it. What am I doing? The poem. The whole thing? Yeah. It's going to hurt my throat so bad. Who cares? Just do it. <laughs> okay. Katie, you can do a stanza. What's that? No, do the whole thing. I don't a know. George? Oh. I can't do it, guys. Yeah, I'm do under it. too much pressure. Katie, do it. I can't. Do it. I won't even look at you. Yeah, I won't you look do at it. you either. Come seek us where our voices sound. <laughs> <laughs> Get going! I can't. It was so good. We cannot sing above the ground. And while you're searching, find it. Thank you for your encouragement. From one Harriet to another, <laughs> it was wonderful. It was so good. <laughs> I couldn't have done better myself. Oh, thank you. Oh, God. All right. So what do we get from that? Mer people. Black Lake. An hour. Easy. An hour. <laughs> Sounds easy. An hour. But, but then Harry starts to think, and his excitement just starts draining. An hour underwater how is he gonna breathe have you ever had this like right magic have you ever had this where like you get this big idea and then you're like oh yeah definitely it's like the worst feeling ever yeah Mm -hmm. so harry actually asks myrtle like how am i supposed to breathe (laughs) and this of course upsets her because she says he's being tactless talking about breathing in front of her when she can't she hasn't not for ages, so dramatic. And Harry's like, sorry, I didn't mean it, I forgot. And then Myrtle goes on a classic Myrtle rant and is like, oh yeah, it's very easy to forget that Myrtle's dead. No one even missed me when I was alive. It took them hours and hours to find my body. Super sad. Ooh, first of all. Yeah. But then she does mention Olivia Hornby. Olive, isn't it? Olivia. I thought it was, I thought it was Olive. Oh, maybe I wrote it wrong. Olive, the other reindeer. Yeah. Um, but she came what? to look for her. Because Professor Dippet told her to, and Myrtle says she didn't let her forget that until her dying day. Someone's a little spiteful. Um, Harry's not listening. He's thinking about the song. 
Um, but we do find out a little tidbit that Myrtle was told by the Ministry of Magic that she had to stop stalking her, and that's why she came back to Hogwarts. So she was, like, like out and about in the world. I'm pretty sure it's somewhere say, stated that she was, like, at Olivia's, or Olive's, whatever her name is, um, her brother's wedding. Yep. Like, all up in her business. Yep. And she's like, cool it. I'm yeah. gonna come and get an exorcist. We're gonna make you go back. Big MOM stepped in and was like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> um, make the ghosty go away. <laughs> so Harry's like, Yeah, sure, whatever. Close your eyes, I gotta get out. And as he's leaving, Myrtle's like, Are you gonna come visit me in my bathroom sometime? And Harry's like, Uh, I'll try. Okay, bye. <laughs> so sure. he uh checks the Marauder's map. Make sure his path's clear, everything looks good, and he's just about to start moving and something catches his eye. So he sees something in Snape's office, but it's not Snape. It's a dot labeled Bartimus Crouch. Bartimius. Bartimius Crouch. So What? Bartimius. I just call him Bartimus. David Tennant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the doctor. So of course Actually today's birthday, I think. Sorry to interrupt you. Or it's around really? now. I post it I do have a Someone post scheduled for that. Okay. Um, well then, yeah. It is or t- who does what now? Did. So, Mr. Crouch is supposed to be sick. So Harry's mind starts reeling, as it does when these things happen to him. He's supposed to be mm-hmm. so sick that he couldn't come to the Yule Ball, which is a tri-wizard affair. Like, that's something he should be at. And yet, here he was at one in the morning, sneaking around Snape's office. It didn't make sense. So, as always, Harry's curiosity gets the better of him, and he, quote, was going to see what Crouch was up to. Of course, in classic Harry fashion. So he decides to take a shortcut that he knows. Um, he just needs to go and sees what he, see what he's doing. It doesn't seem in character that law-abiding Mr. Crouch would be sneaking around someone's office. So he's heading down a, hair, a, a hair case, a staircase, and halfway down, not thinking about what he was doing, he's just so focused, his leg sinks into that trick step that we were introduced to earlier in this book Neville, with right? Neville. Yes. So, <laughs> and I... This is probably one of my favorite moments to read in the series, like, mm-hmm. I don't, because I felt what Harry was feeling I in these moments. I legitimately remember reading this for the first time and thinking to myself, he's done for. He's going to get expelled. Yeah. It's yeah. over. It's yeah. over. This is, I felt the same um, in Prisoner of Azkaban when he gets caught being, when he's in Hogsmeade and he has to race back and he's yeah. in Snape's office. Like, this is oh, the same yeah, exact yeah, feeling. Yeah. It's like anxiety-ridden. Yes. Mm -hmm. So he sinks into the step. He wobbles. That golden egg slips out of his hand. He tries to catch it, but nope. Too late. It falls down that staircase with a bang as loud as a bass drum on every step, which I'm sure it was loud, but also when you're in that moment, it's even louder. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, His invisibility cloak slips off. So he goes to snatch that, but then his Marauder's map flies out of his hand. It slides down six stairs. Why not seven, Joe? And he can't reach it. <laughs> so the egg... he's on the seventh. Oh. 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 I like that. So the egg falls through the tapestry that he went through to get to that staircase. And it bursts open at the bottom of the steps. And it What starts... does it sound like, Katie? I don't know. <laughs> you sound like the baby velociraptor being born in Jurassic Park. 
That's a compliment. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Ross, and he's like, he's like, yeah. this is what I think it sounds like. Yeah, it's better than that. But all right, Meg, your turn. What's Shut the up. egg sound like? <laughs> Tiffany. Alana's asleep, so oh, oh, oh cop by. out, cop out. <laughs> oh god, it's probably like, put me underwater. <laughs> <laughs> what does Spider Man say when he's out? Everything is fine. <laughs> uh, water, I need water. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> I need it. I need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. I need it. It sets that down every second and then it bursts open. I need it. Oh, God. Okay. What if it opened and that's what it screeched? Like, I'm a clue. I'm a clue. I'm a clue. And then you put it underwater. It's like, Black Lake. Yo, we're swimming for an hour. If I want a bot, like, still from you. Not bot. Still from you. What is happening? Your hands <laughs> are like this. From you. She's you doing guys... finger guns off to the sides. So the egg bursts open. It's wailing. Harry tries to use his wand to wipe the map clean because it's still blatantly telling where he is. But it's too far away. So he at least pulls the cloak back over himself. Um... And he's listening really hard with his eyes screwed up in fear. And almost immediately, we hear Peeves, which was the unmistakable <laughs> hunting cry of Filch. Quote from book. <laughs> so he's going on and on about Peeves waking up the castle and how he's going to have him this time. And he finds the egg. So Harry stands very still. He's got one leg still jammed in that magical step. Any moment, Filch was going to pull aside that tapestry, expecting to see Peeves. There would be no peeves, but if he came up the steps, he was going to see the Marauder's map, and whether he has the invisibility cloak on or not, that map's going to say Harry Potter standing exactly where he is. And imagine Filch finding this old piece of paper that he confiscated years ago and being like, I knew it was something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Filch is stoked on life because he finds this egg and it belongs to a Triwizard champion, which means Peeves has been stealing and he's going to get in a lot of trouble. This is exactly what he's been waiting for. He's going to tell Dumbledore at the middle of the night, let the dude sleep, all right? Let him Honestly. sleep. So he rips back the tapestry and he assumes Peeves is hiding because he doesn't see anything. So he starts up the steps. Mrs. Norris is at his heels looking right at Harry, and Harry thinks probably for, like, the millionth time in these books, like, can cats see through these things? I don't think they can, but I think they can definitely they have. sense. They have, yeah. you know, better yeah. senses than us. He also wonders if she can smell him because he used a ton of foam in mm. that bath. Um, and he feels sick with the apprehension. So, again, in this moment, I was, like, so scared for Harry. So if the situation couldn't get any worse, here comes Snapey Snape showing up. <laughs> Snaping around. <laughs> Snaping around. Snape in the halls? <laughs> that was so good. My mom called him Snipe on her Felix file. Oh on the god, it was so That's funny. awesome. I haven't listened to it yet. I cannot wait. So Oh, you hear a very embarrassing story about me that I almost edited out of the podcast. I don't remember. Which you guys, I think, no. 
So Snape's up because he heard the egg, and then when he was up, he noticed that someone had been searching his office. So Filch and Snape are arguing back and forth over what's more important, Peeves and the stolen egg, or Snape's office getting broken into. But then, clunk, clunk, clunk. Who could that be? Judy shows up, and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) It's pajama party. That's literally all I have for my notes. So I have PJ Party Thursday. Hold on, PJ Party Thursday night. Wait, 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 wait. Noises were heard by Filch and Snape. So Filch basically lets it slip that someone broke into Snape's office because Judy's joining them, and he's like, "What up, bro? Y'all are in your gym jam. What's happened? What's the haps?" <laughs> <clears throat> Snape is not pleased that Filch let it slip, and I said, "Somebody, aka we know that person was Barty Crouch, right? Because Harry just saw it on the map." I'm the map. I'm the map. Um, And so Judy looks at the stairs, and uh, in the book it literally says, Harry's heart gave a horrible jolt. Moody could see through the invisibility cloak. Or it says through invisibility cloaks. And then uh, Tiffany's going to have a rant. Do you want to talk about this now or later? I can't talk about it anymore. I just have to figure that it's a hole. So... (laughs) In her heart. <laughs> <laughs> so what I said was, all right. So we know. How did you describe the hollows, Tiffany? Like the invisibility cloak. It's supposed to be perfect. Is that how you described it? That's how it's come off to be described. Yes. Well, but like in my thinking of it, so like you also have the elder wand, which is supposed to be the unbeatable wand. But how do you get it? You you like. I, you're kind of like the person that had it like um Grindelwald was defeated using the wand so yeah, it's but we be- don't know how yeah but that all I'm saying is like it's the unbeatable wand that's been beaten you know what I mean because if the, the original person would have had the wand do you get what I'm saying yeah but I I think so in my mind, when I think about the unbeatable wand, yeah, it's passed down because it's changed um, ownership, but it's how the ownership has changed. We know originally um, the uh, Peveril brother's throat was slit and the wand was taken from him that way. What I'm thinking about an unbeatable wand is like an act, like in the duel, is it unbeatable then? Because its power does hold over Voldemort. Because the yeah, ownership, but, it's, but, but hold it's on, because yeah, okay, right, I'm listening. But I'm also I'm thinking like I don't know how that duel between Grindelwald and Dumbledore went down, so I don't know how that wand was won, and I wonder if it has anything to do with like the spirit of duelists too. But think about it with Dumbledore and Draco. Draco just did a little Expelliarmus, got the wand, and now he's the owner of it. So he beat Dumbledore with that wand using his own wand. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, to me, it's like an unsink, like the Titanic being called the unsinkable ship and it sank on its first journey. You know what I mean? Well, that was an iceberg's fault. <sighs> I mean, but like, it was still supposed to be unsinkable. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I don't know. I think I that. Know. I think that what's different about the wand versus the cloak, and if you think about it, so if you think about it, honestly, neither of them are perfect because as you guys mm-hmm. were just stating, like it can be easy to win over the wand. But what I think mostly what 
the big flaw is with the wand is like the people who are seeking the power of it Mm -hmm. and they end up making mistakes and that's how it but there obviously is something with the wand because it really does matter who owns it so Mm -hmm. i feel like with the wand there's got to be some sort of like some sort of old magic on it that has to do with ownership but i don't think that it really is quote unbeatable it's just Mm -hmm. difficult because it's very loyal to its owner so i bet you it's just like an unyielding wand well and i think too with with that a lot of a lot of the um want behind it like all of the people that want the wand they you know there's all of that lore that it's unbeatable and all of these powerful people have used it and have done all of these things and that kind of adds to it's mysticality of being the unbeatable wand when really it's just a hard to win over wand. I agree. Uh, mm. And then I had a question. Tiffany disagrees with me. Don't talk. No. You're not allowed. No, I just think, <laughs> I just think that there's, there's gotta be something more to it though. If Dumbledore was going to go after it, there's gotta be something more to it. If Voldemort was going to go after it, or was that just their, power hungry ways but Dumbledore was in his Dumbledore was in his later years so Grindelwald wouldn't have it then there's something to it either way there's something special about it other than I'm just saying I wonder if like yes it's a great powerful wand for people that can actually like have it bent to their will Yeah, but did Dumbledore want it because he didn't want Grindelwald to have it because he knew the things that Grindelwald wanted and he didn't want that to happen with that wand. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. My glasses were digging into my head. Well, I was just talking <laughs> about how much I don't like you. No, no you Sarah, I think you're right. I think that I think that there is something to the wand. It definitely, whether it's like the matchup of the wood and the core and some other type of like old magic put on it where it's extremely loyal to whoever owns it so if you do earn it like earn its trust it is powerful but you can lose its trust i think almost just as easily by somebody else taking Mm -hmm. it so like that's the flaw with the wand it's a great wand but there is a flaw to it where like somebody as powerless honestly as draco can go and disarm dumbledore and suddenly it's his and i think that dumbledore he actually legitimately was caught off guard by draco at that moment and he already knew what was coming to him so he i almost think that dumbledore let that happen to make sure Mm -hmm. voldemort had no idea who the owner of that wand Mm. was because he never would have guessed that draco was the owner of that wand he would have gone after Snape, which again, kind of, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Snape, but another tick on my I'm not a big fan of Dumbledore thing is he kind of sacrificed Snape there as well. Because you mm. know that he's thinking, oh, Voldemort will think that Snape is the owner of this wand. He'll go after him. But really, it's Draco. Yeah. So he was protecting All Draco right. in that. Okay, but I got to defend my man here because he knows what Snape is doing. Snape is a warrior. Okay. You can't, you can't, uh, go against that. Snape is fighting. Sorry, but for the greater good, he knows what the mission is. And Dumbledore 
has that knowledge with him and he knows that Snape is going to do whatever it takes. So I'm not Wait, I can't You could say that about Harry as that. well. Well, yeah. yeah. You can though. You can say I that know. about Harry, but I also don't necessarily agree with Dumbledore's actions with Harry either. But yeah. that's that's another conversation probably. And then just to talk about the other hollow like the stone, the resurrection stone, if you think about it like yeah, you're kind of bringing back the dead, but they're not really their old self. So, like, that's a flaw, like, where you're bringing the person back, and they really, you know, it, it was their time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when uh, the genie tells Aladdin he can't bring people back from the dead. Mm-hmm. It's not a pretty picture. I don't like doing it. Like, that's <laughs> what I think of. I think also that we forget, even in the story of the three brothers, we do learn of the flaws of the wand and the resurrection stone Mm -hmm. in the actual story. But in that story, we're never told of of a flaw in the cloak. That doesn't mean there aren't any, though, I think. But it it makes me struggle. You know what I mean? I get get your struggle. I just think that, like, to believe that there is no flaw in it when the other two hollows have a flaw, like, that's what helps me with it. Because I'm like, well, there are clearly flaws in the other two. There's probably one in this, and this is obviously it. I want them to be perfect, and it makes me upset. I mean, if you think about it in, in like, a mythological sense of, okay, so death came and gave these three things to a brother, to each one to a brother, right? But, like, in if, if you're thinking along the lines of, like, death or, like, the devil or kind of thing, like, they're trickery. Like, he's tricking them. Like, death mm-hmm. is tricking, yeah. you know, you want your wife back or your fiancé back. And here, here's a resurrection stone. She's going to come back, but not the one you knew. Like, she's going to be really sad because she doesn't crazy. belong here. Yep. And it's going to make you sad and make you go crazy and make you hurt yourself. And then the other brother, you know, you want all of this power and you're greedy and you're power hungry. Well, I'm going to give you an unbeatable wand that other people are also going to want and you're going to be killed for it. And like with the last brother, um, you know, I'll give you a piece of my cloak. Well, like I wonder if the flaw is like the part where he ripped it off or cut it off from his own cloak. I just thought of that. Yeah. So like, it's not a, it's not a full scene kind of thing. True. Frame <sighs> bits. I don't know. In the uh, Discord chat, Isaiah pulled some really cool information. Um, I'm just going to read this it because it's Potter really good. More, I yeah. believe. So, J.K. Rowling has discussed how the Elder Wand behaves slightly different from other wands in its loyalty. So, the Elder Wand is simply the most ruthless of wands in that it will only take into consideration strength. One would expect a certain amount of loyalty from one's wand, so even if you were disarmed while carrying it, even if you lost a fight while carrying it, is it has developed an affinity with you that it won't give up easily. If, however, a wand is won, properly won, in an adult duel, then a wand may switch allegiance. However, the Elder Wand knows no loyalty except to strength. It's completely unsentimental. It will only go where the power is, so if you win, then you've won the wand. You don't need to kill with it, but almost inevitably... It attracts wizards who are prepared to kill and who will kill. And it also attracts... How well... Oh, go ahead. And it also attracts wizards like Voldemort who confuse being prepared to murder with strength. The secret of the Mm -hmm. Elder Wand is that it is more sentient than any other. It can identify the caster of Mm -hmm. any spell that touches it and keeps tally of which wizard has beaten which, giving its allegiance to the one it judges the victor. Physical possession is irrelevant. I'm just thinking a little bit in defense of, like, Draco. I think that people underestimate him. um, Because, obviously, like, 
you have to remember that he is a talented wizard and he is smart because he made those badges. Like, and I'm pretty sure that like it's somewhere where he was like right behind Hermione and all of their studies. Um, but like, where's that from? I don't know if his dad talks about it, right? How he came second to. It sounds familiar. Mm. Um, okay. But, like, I, I think that you have to have an, and I know people don't like him, and I know there's people out there that think that a bunch of stuff about him. <clears throat> but, you know, to live in that family situation and growing up where all you were taught is hate, 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 and then all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, but, like, he changes, like, that takes a certain amount of strength. And to be able to, like, survive having the Dark Lord live at your house, I think that, that you know... He went through a horrible year that year. I mean, and even the next year. So, like, he has to have some hidden strength underneath him to survive that. That's Can just you imagine opinion. living in that house? No. Just, no. like, with a, a hovering cloud of, like, evil and death evil. and worry no. all the time. Because no. he kills right. on a whim. He doesn't care yeah. who you are. He doesn't care if you're, you know, full-blood wizard or what. I mean, he does, but he doesn't. You know, if you're in yeah. his way... You're gone. And he kills out of anger, as we see a lot. If he gets mad, something doesn't go his way, boom. Most people are wiped out. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that, you know, Crucios are probably flying at his house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, things weren't going his way. They were, yeah. but they weren't. Like, they were yeah. on the surface to the Death Eaters because he showed them, you know, propaganda, what, what he, he wanted yeah. them to see. Yep. And on yep. the surface, no one knew what he was really doing, which was losing. Yeah. Yeah. I have another question. Sure. Okay. So Harry's stuck on steps underneath mm-hmm. the invisibility cloak. Right. Judy, because at one point he says he's looking into Harry's eyes. We knows we know that he can see through the cloak to mm-hmm. see Harry. My mm-hmm. question is. And it literally says in the book, it says Judy, like, see, later on sees that he's impressed that he can see through the cloak. But what is his normal eye see? What do you mean? So, like, you know how, like, okay, if you close one eye, you see all of this. You close mm-hmm. your other eye, you see all of this. So, like, say he closes his good non-magical eye. He sees through through the cloak. Now he closes his magical eye or he, like, turns it around. Mm-hmm. Can he see through the cloak? No. Does he just no. see nothing there? So, like, what is he seeing when he's looking with both eyes at Harry? Some crazy stuff. I just had thought about it. I'm like, hmm, it's interesting to me. That would take a lot These of getting things used to. I think. Yeah. It's like five yeah. vocals. <laughs> yeah, or like, think like a chameleon. Like, they, they can look all weird come on, everywhere. Come on, come on, yep. come on, come on, chameleon. Yep. Yep. Okay, so going back to the chip. <laughs> Harry recaps a little bit of the scene before him. What does he do? So basically, he recaps. (laughs) Oh, ra 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 recap. Did you (laughs) enjoy that, Tiffany? So Snape's in a nightshirt, and I said, "Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) you think he has long socks on and like slippers?" In my mind, they're like striped. It's a striped nightshirt in my mind. So Filch is clutching the egg like he wants to make a getaway, sell it on the black market and make a few a new life in a nut, <laughs> as a rich guy where he will hire staff to clean for him and give them all nicknames of the students he hated the most, aka like Fred and George. <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautifully painted picture. 
You're welcome. So Harry's trapped on the stairs behind them, and then Judy's mouth is opened in surprise, but after a beat, he doesn't give Harry away, um, and then asks Snape about, oh, someone's breaking into your office? What? And I was like, um, Harry, or Harry, not me, I didn't say this. Snape was like, oh, it's not important. And I said, oh, but it is, sir, is basically what uh, little Judy said on her night prowl. Sorry, it's a he... <laughs> Um, well, who would want to do that? And I was like, "Probs a student is what he's thinking. So in the movie, Snape confronts Harry about it. And I said, it's giving us watchers a clue as to the events that are going to like happen. Because he basically is like, I know that these things are stolen. Or is this an edit? Is this a deleted scene? I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. And I, I think it's, no, it's like, in the movie. I think it's in the movie. Is it in the movie? Yeah. Because he's like, yeah. in, but he's like in his storm room and it seems like it's by Dumbledore's office. And it's also where, like, him and Karkaroff are, like, talking about their dark marks. Yeah. Because he's, yeah. like, in there, and he, like, storms away. And then mm-hmm. Snape um, is like, I know you and your little friends are stealing from me again. Like, boom, slang skin. You don't think I know what you're making? Polyjuice potion. No, he ain't. <laughs> and then, uh, so Mooney slash Judy insinuates Mooney. Snape maybe... You said Mooney. Do not disrespect my Judy. man. Judy. Oh my lord. Sorry. It's been a long day. So Judy insinuates that Snape might be hiding something in his office. So then my question is, okay, is he saying this to keep Harry and us basically thinking that Snape is up to no good? Or does um, Junior really think he's hiding something, he being Snape? I think he's just trying to derail Snape's mind so he doesn't you know what I mean? Because yeah. he mm. was the one who broke well, into the said. office. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like if we're going that route, it does also like give Harry like, oh, like I wonder if he is hiding something. Like, why would why would Moody like say that? Why would he think he's hiding something? <clears throat> so Snape responds to Judy saying, "You've already searched my office and you found nothing." And then I was like, "Ooh, I'm like, okay, so was Judy actually looking for something? And if so, what?" Or did he do this just to keep up appearances as Moody being like, you know, Moody would be like, well, I'm going to search your office because you used to be a Death Eater, yada, 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 and I don't trust you. Probably. Judy responds saying, or is privileged, Snape. Dumbledore told me to keep an eye on, keep an eye, and uh, Snape responds, Dumbledore happens to trust me, said Snape through clenched teeth. I refuse to believe that he gave you orders to search my office, and honestly, I thousand percent agree with Snape. Yeah, I agree. And so, Judy responds, Of course Dumbledore trusts you. He's a trusting man, isn't he? Believes in second chances. But me, I say there are spots that don't come off, Snape. Hmm, I wonder what he means. Spots that never come off. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, he's basically talking about the dark mark. And it's basically confirmed by Snape because he starts gripping his left arm as if he's in terrible pain. Um, in my words, Dumbledore never gave those orders, and this is probably why Snape, or one of the reasons why Snape is suspicious of who Judy really is. Mm. You know? So Judy dismisses Snape, who is not pleased, and he basically is like, I have any right as you to be walking around this castle, I can do what I want, I'm gonna prowl if I want to, and then <laughs> Judy's like, go ahead, I hope I meet you in a dark corner. Prowl if you want to. Okay. (laughs) So then Judy notices the map, 
So Harry freaks out and is mouthing to him to be like, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. So then, like, Snape kind of sees his line of vision, recognizes it, but Judy accios that stuff right into his hands, claiming it's his. But Snape ain't no dummy, and he puts the excellent clue of the egg and parchment together to get to the conclusion of, dun-dun-dun, Potter. It's his egg. It's his parchment. And he's under his cloak, yes. This makes me think of Fairly Odd Parents, and everyone thinks that one teacher's crazy because he finds all these, like, proof of fairies, and yet he's Mm. always right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I was gonna say that this scene makes Snape look unhinged. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of like at the end of three, when he's, like, losing it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So... Then, Snape is basically reaching out blindly for a chance to grab at the cloak because he knows, he knows Harry is there underneath his little piece of cloth. (laughs) And Judy basically tells Snape that he's willing to tell Dumbledore about this because he would be very interested to know where it's, um, where, who's got it in for the boy. You can tell I can read my own handwriting. (laughs) I have to say, I like Snape's response. Because Snape's basically like, well, Harry should be stopped if he's out of bed for his own safety. <laughs> and then um, Judy responds, says, go, go, wow, words. Got Potter's best interest at heart, have you? And I was like, uh, technically-ish, sort of-ish. Like, I don't think he'd care if he broke his arm, but, like, he'd be a little sauced if he got killed. You know what I mean? Like, Sauced. He'd be a little upset. <laughs> So finally, Snape's like, fine, I'm leaving. Peace out, bro. Don't ever talk to me again. Just leave. And then Judy demands the egg back from Filch, who is reluctant to return it. It finally does. Because he's like, I'm gonna, like, Peeves dropped it, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, this belongs to the champion. And uh, they're gonna get it back. So then Judy ascends the steps towards Harry, telling him that it was a close shave. And then he's like, so uh, what's this uh, parchment? And I was like, whoa, it's a map of Hogwarts. Who knew that was a thing? Oh, wait, everyone who read slash watched Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> so Judy is impressed with the map. And he helps Harry out of the step. He basically has to pull him out of there. And thankfully, that happened because it was beginning to hurt Harry's leg. So Harry tells Judy that... Um, he saw Mr. Crouch in Snape's office on the map. And here's my question. How come it didn't say Bartimus, whatever, Bartimus Crouch Jr.? How come it just said the first name? That's a really good question. Mm, Maybe it didn't take into account, like, how many of you there are. Also, why did you say it like (laughs) that, Megan? Is that how... That's how you pronounce it. Is it? Yeah. What? I always thought it was Bartimus. Yeah, Bartimus. It's Bartimus. I've always what said does Bartimius. what does your audio book friend say? Bartimius. Bart- really? Barty Crouch Junior. So, uh, in the book, it says Moody's magical eye whizzed over the entire surface of the map. He looked suddenly alarmed, and I was like, "Duh!" Because Crouch is standing on those steps with Harry. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get caught. So, Harry's positive that he saw Crouch on the map, but according to Judy, he's not there anymore, and he, and I said, and he said that, like a liar. 
<laughs> right? But can you imagine being Judy and like opening this up and seeing who you really are next to Harry Potter right yeah. now? Like, it's probably like could have ruined everything. Making a mess in his pants. You know what I mean? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. No, I know what you're like, saying. Close shave, Harry and close shave, Junior. Like, you almost broke all the rules of life and got caught. I mean, and Voldemort, yeah. Moldy Voldy would have made you Goldie. Like, what? What? I don't know. What? You'd be getting a crown just like Daenerys' brother got oh. one. Am I right? <laughs> I don't yep. know what you're talking about. Are you talking about Season Game of one, Chairs? Baby. Yeah, hurtful game things. Of chairs. He thought he deserved a seat on the Game of Chairs. He did not. Nope. He's one okay. chair to rule them all. One chair to bind them. <laughs> and he didn't get out. <laughs> and it says, he said nothing for almost a minute. This is from the book. Harry could tell that this was this news meant something to Moody and very much wanted to know what it was. He wondered whether he dared ask. So yeah, he's probably like, oh shoot, the shooters. Like, this is really valuable information to have a map that tells you every single person that's in Hogwarts right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then he, Harry asks him, like, why or what would Crouch be looking for in Snape's office? And he says, put it this way, Potter Moody muttered, finally. They say old Mad-Eye's obsessed with catching dark wizards, but I'm nothing compared to Barty Crouch. And I said, whoa. I it feel took like- him a while. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. They said, I feel like there's a lot to unload in that sentence. Mm-hmm. Also, daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. But, like, I feel like he had to bring his courage mm-hmm. back up after seeing this and being so, like, Derailed. freaked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it took him a while to come up with that response. Oh, yeah. He's usually yeah. pretty quippy, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I think, like, all of this just came out of left field. And he was thinking, like, I'm golden. They're all believing me. I, I, you know, not resting on his laurels, but almost. And then he was like, I almost got caught tonight mm-hmm. stealing from Snape's office. And, like, he saw, like, my name, even though, like, it didn't say junior. But, like, he almost got me, like, crazy. Yeah. So he's like, I yeah. got to be more careful. I got to step up my dark side gang. And then I was like, and uh, Judy still only has eyes for the map. And then um, Harry asks Judy if he thinks that Crouch thinks, like, all of these things that are happening, like, the dark market, the World Cup, Death Eaters and everything, and even, like, uh, old, like, all of the odd news and the profit. What's it all mean? Is he, like, is that why he's thinking, like, stuff's going down, he being Crouch? So from the book, it says, you're a sharp boy, Potter, he said. His magical eye roved back to the Marauder's map. Crouch could be thinking along those lines, he said slowly. Very possible. There have been some funny rumors flying around lately, helped along by Rita Skeeter, of course. It's making a lot of people nervous, I reckon. A grim smile twisted his lopsided mouth. He also is probably really proud of that, and that makes him want to vom. Yeah. Going back to the book. If there's one thing I hate, he muttered more to himself than to Harry, and his magical eye was fixed on the left-hand corner of the map. 
probably where Snape was. It's a Death Eater who walked free. Bum bum. Snape. That is some like talking about or shadowing or oh for sure. Is he talking about Igor Karkaroff? But is Igor in the castle right now? It doesn't. He could be on the grounds. Well, I'm thinking talking about both of them, but he. I don't. I. I would assume he's still looking at Snape since he just had that tense conversation between the you know million of them that were standing in the hallway. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna favor Karkaroff because he's the one that sold him out, True. and he walked free True. just for giving names. Well, I think also um, Isaiah posted this, but I wonder if Judy is figuring out Snape's loyalty too in this scene with how mm-hmm. he's talking to him and everything. And whenever it almost, like, it almost comes across as, you know, Snape's loyalty is not Death Eater. So he's resentful. So he's, like, resentful towards him. Yeah, I can see that. Sorry. Well, I think, too, with with Judy that you find out, like, he... Yeah, Tiffany, go on. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I lost it again. I guess. <laughs> no, well, no, so- it's jealousy. Sorry, it's jealousy. Um, Voldemort I did write that. Has... Oh, okay, cool. So Voldemort has a lot of uh, as much respect as he can have for another person. He has that within Snape. And I think the fact that Snape was a Death Eater and then not a Death Eater and he's been in prison so he doesn't know any kind of double agent thing which I don't even know who would know because I don't think anybody but Voldemort thinks that Snape is the double agent um double agent you know what I'm saying but I think he's jealous of that but I think had Bertie Crouch Jr. made it through this book and made it back to Voldemort the story would be so 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 different for Snape. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe. Eh, I don't know. Oh, I do. <laughs> I just think that. Yeah, I think I think that part of why Voldemort trusts Snape and all of this stuff is he's also a very smart and powerful wizard, and he he wants powerful people by him and close to his side because the more powerful people that are in his corner, the better chances he's going to be to, like, you know. Well, and that's why I think, like, it would have been different for Snape, because if Barty Crouch would Jr. would have made it back to Voldemort, that shows so much resilience and everything that he went through during that school year, and he made it out, and he made it back to him, and he was always loyal. I think Voldemort would have had more trust as much trust as he could muster in junior than he would have had in snape especially with junior disliking snape so much and seeing how he's acting and the small things that he's doing that's kind of leading junior to think that maybe his allegiance really isn't or really is like full-on dumbledore you know what i mean i don't know i just feel like it could have been way different alas it is not i see it (laughs) Anyway, so I said one um, of the many reasons that he passes as real Moody is because, and I think because of the statement, is because he, both Judy, both Junior and Moody, have a dislike of Death Eaters, specifically the ones that are walking scot free. Mm-hmm. So I think that he's able to like play on his his 
anger about Karkaroff who sold him out and about Snape who's just walking around. And he probably is like angry at the Malfoys. So he takes yeah. it out on, I almost said on Harry, um, on Draco. So he's able to play that part better because he is mad at them and he has anger towards them, even though they all say um, they all have the same lord, sort of. You know. Well, he's like he's so yeah, he's like so bitter about it. Think about all that he's went through: his time in Azkaban, his mom coming in, his mother dying, well, living a horrible life like under his dad, and having his dad send him away. Like, I think he's so angry at all of those Death Eaters that sure. are like, "Oh, I'm a Death Eater. Let me follow this guy." Oh, just kidding, I'm not. And then nothing happens with them. Correct. Like, if you think about the Malfoys, like, they played it off, like, you know, all those people that were, like, we were imperialists, and, like, I was never a follower of Lord Voldemort, where, like, we we knew the Malfoys were, like, well, specifically Lucius was all about him. Like, that was his big old bro. Like, I love me some Lord V. Holla. (laughs) I love me some... No, that's the new episode. I love me some Lord V. (laughs) (laughs) Consider it done. But, you know... They all, like, no, we weren't followers of him. Like, I never would be a Death Eater, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's like, okay, so you're telling me that you were telling this man, you were telling Voldemort that you were loyal to him. Well, I'm the most loyal because I went to jail for him, and I never lost faith in him. And all of you people on the outside yeah. are living your lives, being like, I didn't follow him, I didn't hate Mudbloods, I didn't do this, and I didn't do that, and, like, Go Dumbledore, you're the bomb.com. Like, I'm all for the light side. Nah, y'all are playing, and I'm not having it. And I literally was like, also, a reason he's a super loyal bro to Moldy Boldy. I literally wrote that. But for true. And he is angry at those that aren't loyal to Lord Voldemort. Judy then asks Harry a question. And uh, Harry's, like, nervous because he's a go-gosh. And he says, can I borrow this map so you can't find out that I'm actually Barty Crouch Jr. and not Moody, who's locked up in a trunk in my office? And I was like, Jackie, he just asked to borrow the map. <laughs> and Harry's basically like, uh, sure. And then he's really relieved because he was afraid that Judy was going to ask him where he got the map from. And he says, good boy, I can make a good use of this. This might be exactly what I've been looking for. So, like, why do you need it? Why are you? What is this like? What are you exactly looking for? You know what I mean. Interesting. What is it that you search for? So then they walk back to Judy's office, and Judy asks Harry if he had ever thought about being an Auror. <clears throat> and uh, a little shocked, Harry says, "No." My question is, why are you walking back to Moody's office? Why don't you just like part ways and like mm-hmm. go back? For months you came. Enough or like trouble. be a good teacher and walk him, walk him back to the common room. But whatever. Judy only thinks of himself and Lord Voldemort. <laughs> true is I mean, true. And so Judy tells him to consider it. And then he asks him um, if you like uh, hold on. If he was, wasn't just having a midnight stroll with the egg was he? And he was like, nah, bro, I'm just trying to figure out what the clue was. <coughs> and I think Judy's asking this to, like, okay, if he doesn't yeah. know what the clue is, I'm going to have to, like, set up something else so he finds, yep. finally figures it out so he can start planning for it. So it's just kind of him yep. being like, all right, so do I need to tell, you know, 
Hermione to tell James to tell this dude. I don't know. How I said James to tell Seamus that you know Ron's looking for you. All the yeah, words. bring it back from the dead. Then that stone. Yeah, he could come back as a little ghosty with some toasties, sitting on posties. So, yeah, absolutely. So then Judy goes into his office with the map, and then Harry basically slowly walks back to his room, thinking thoughts, basically like what it all meant. What's Snape hiding in his office? And, uh, whoa, Moody thought that Harry should be an orb. Pretty cool, am I right? And then, he's so he, like, gets into bed. The egg and the cloak are all safely put away. And um, then he's thinking, like, okay, so maybe I'll become an orb, but I really want to see how scarred other orbs are before I decide that that's my career. (laughs) And it literally took me a second, like, I had to read it a couple times. I'm like... What does he mean by that? Like thinking like because he's got his lightning bolt score. And then I realize, oh, that's right. Because Moody has chunks missing out of his body and yep. whole legs. I yep. get it. I understand. And that's it. That's the end of the chapter. What's going to happen next? I don't know. No idea. We'll find out next week. I think that we're going to be taken to task. Am I right? I'm right. Because <laughs> it's the second task. <laughs> Lightning bolt I round. I like tasks. Sure. We got some in what the Discord. What does Discord have for A us? bunch. Um, Vinny asks, which of the Hogwarts founders designed the bathroom? He says, probably Hufflepuff, but Slytherin do have some bathroom building experience. <laughs> <laughs> I like... I don't know. Well, let's think. If the four founders did it together, who would have designed what? Hufflepuff would have designed the bathtub. No way, the tap. I think, I think Gryffindor put in the diving board. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Hufflepuff is the taps. Slytherin the is Ravenclaws. Like... Go ahead. I would say, um, like invented, not invented, but like they did the the enchantments on the room and like the door and stuff. And like the depth because of I think... the pool. Well, I but like I think that like. I think that the size of the pool, at least for this Ravenclaw, is is like you don't need to be that big for one person. It was but. probably a Gryffindor that did that. We need room to I be think crazy. That Slytherin it, would have done the marble was everywhere. A, you need yes. to be bigger. We want to fit a boat in here. I'm no, but back. I agree with that. That Slytherin did like all like the marble and the gold and stuff. Yeah. Think about it, like, and think if someone like slipped and knocked their head off—not off, but like knocked. What? Head. That's what I think of with marble. It's slippery. It is. It's a magical room. And then yeah. the slithers are probably thinking like, hmm, survival of the fittest. <laughs> down, like, you should have wa- like wiped that water up or like made it go oh away. My God. Vinny, you think? Vinny also asks, how many prefix on a given year do you estimate Moaning Myrtle creeps on? All of One them. million. Honestly, so what? Oh, there's two in each house. But they're not there's... all boys, necessarily. So... I think she might sneak a peek at the beginning and, like, figure out which one she likes to watch. This is such a creepy conversation. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's weird. <laughs> um... Isaiah asks, when Muggleborns get transplanted from Muggle life to Wizard life, do you think they drop all their Muggle culture in lieu of Wizard culture? So, an example, not bathing. (laughs) 
I don't think so, because think- that's more of, like, a habitual thing that is, like, relaxing. Yeah. yeah. But also think about, but like, honestly, if I could do a spell and, like, not have to, like, wash my hair or, like, shave my legs or, like... True. You know? Yeah, but I, I would, would still want to, like, I bait. Would- no. I think it just wouldn't be as often. Oh, I love to shower. Like, I think it just wouldn't be as often. Like, I would be yeah. like, I want to relax tonight, so I'm going to decide to do this. But, like, it mm-hmm. wouldn't be an every everyday thing. You know what's relaxing to me? Not doing any of that. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I love to shower. You guys are weird. I like to take baths, but I don't have a bathtub that is good, so. Isaiah has another question. Why didn't sure. Myrtle just pass on? She had some unfinished I, business. She had unfinished business. Yeah, and there she was... had super unfinished. She chose to stay so that Olive Olivia girl was like, <laughs> Olivia. That's what she did. Every time she would about to be falling asleep, Myrtle would just be like, Olivia. <laughs> it's Olive, yeah. Um, Vinny asks, do you think the real Moody would have helped Harry in that situation? Meaning like the stairwell. Yes. Really? I don't think so. Um, I think I think he would, possibly. I think it depends on, like, how they interacted before this. Yeah, I um, think he would because it's it's uh, James's son. Yeah, I also kind of think that as well. It yeah. would have depended on if they had a relationship. Because right now, Judy and Harry have a relationship because Judy wants to have a relationship with Harry to make sure he wins. Yeah. So it would depend Should on that if... Jing- if yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, go ahead. Finish, finish. No, that's it. Judging on their relationship when it's actually moody mm-hmm. is why I say that he would have helped him. Isaiah again. Do you think Harry ever feels weird that his inspiration for his career came from a Death Eater? In turn, had Judy survived, would he feel weird that he inspired a student to become the very thing dedicated to taking Death Eaters and Dark Wizards down? Down. Does he have I time to like well on that? It. Yeah. I don't think Harry but, cares. I think that that Harry was on that path already to begin with. Yeah. Well, and, and he, think he that... does mention it in this book, right? Mhm. So, so I think he dwells on it for a moment, but I think later in life I don't I don't believe that it's a thought. Yeah, I think that like that was just, you know, helping a seed that he really didn't know was planted. Um mm-hmm. cuz he's kind of talked a little bit about it in the past when he found out what an aura was. Um and then, like, you know, it's just solidified with the events in his life and, like, even um, McGonagall having the career conversation with him. And it's almost like me with nursing. Like, I should just do it. Where, like, he's basically defeated the Dark Lord in a couple of years. So, like, you've already been, like, defeating and catching Dark Wizards and, like, doing things while you were in school. So go make a career out of it. Like, how would you prepare for the task? I would take what a would bath. <laughs> I would definitely take a bath. I would practice holding my breath. <laughs> Probably. I actually oh, would have to learn yeah. how to swim. I can swim, but I'm also not a strong swimmer. Um, Same. So I, don't I don't know what I would do. Cry. What other things happen in this chapter? No, it's kind of short. How would you guys want to take, not how, but like, what would you want to put in a your favorite bath. You could have all the taps in the world. What would you choose? I want that I... thick foam. Mm-hmm. That thick Just foam give Harry me some about. Mr. Bubbles <laughs> in, in, a, in a cool boat. 
It's cool boat. We got my super cool boat. I would try them all, man. Mm -hmm. Gotta try Katie, them all. There would be no water. It would just be Katie and all just foam. bubbles. I wonder if they're like warm. If like it's hot bubbles coming out. Ooh. <laughs> that, sounds, <laughs> that sounds awful. Hot bubbles. <laughs> sounds like cheese. I like hot bubbles. <sighs> I think they're cool. Big. Fan so, story uh, time. Fan story. <laughs> I like this name. Astrid. Yeah. Astrid. Yeah. I love Ecker. that name. Super cool. Super oh, cool. Right. So Astrid says, Dear Tiffany, dear Katie, dear Megan, and dear Sarah. I love that. We all get a dear. I stumbled upon your All Potter podcast about two weeks ago. Whenever they wrote this. And I pretty much binge listened since then. I have got quite some time to kill on several trains during a week so that your discussions and sometimes rather slow lightning bolt rounds, at least at the beginning, <laughs> entertain me a lot. Thanks for that. I wanted to share a Potter story with you, but not my initial story of how I ended up reading Harry Potter, because we've basically heard that a million times. <laughs> I started reading the novels when the first three books were already published, which was quite some time after they were published in England and the U.S., probably because since I live in Germany. That's pretty cool. And when I was about 13 years old, so I was basically the same age as Harry for all the other books to follow. When Half-Blood Prince was published, I had pre-ordered it on Amazon, and I was so over-the-top excited when it finally arrived. And then I did something really stupid, and something that I had never done before, and will never ever do again in my life. I flipped through the book and picked a random page which I read, and guess what page this was? Oh, right? It was the gosh. page when Snape kills Dumbledore. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> I'm, like, floored right now. Are you flirt or floored? I'm flirted. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I oh dropped gosh. the book instantly and had a really hard time starting to read a Harry Potter novel for the first time. As you can imagine, I haven't I haven't been a big fan of Sever Severus Snape, and even the backstory with Lily doesn't make me forget this personal experience with him, even though I'm not a huge fan of Dumbledore either. I don't hey, know if no, you're... <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with the horror movie posters that an artist created for the Harry Potter series, but I want to share it with you since they are so phenomenally horrific and demonstrate that at least the last part of the series doesn't belong to children's literature at all. Truth. She, she gave us the link, so we'll post that. I'm we'll post going a little in. bit of a warning. In case oh, I've scary. seen these. We'll ruin your childhood? Oh, God. Uh-oh. Till then, keep up the good work and hilarious oh, I, oh, conversations. By the way, I enjoyed your version of This is Halloween. That's a throwback! Oh, All yeah. the best, Dude. Astrid. I love singing um, that. As a person that likes darker things, I love those redrawn uh, covers. I enjoy uh, Chamber of Secrets like more than I probably should. I think I've seen them before. I have to go back to Chamber of Secrets and look at it. It's, yeah. it's not pleasant. I want to personally apologize for your own choice, Astrid, to flip through that book. Oh, honestly. Oh, I've seen um, this. But also, Ooh, goblet. thank you for sharing your story. And that's a super unique one. I haven't heard that one before. Um, but I'm glad you made it through and you stuck around. And you're still a Potter fan. And we appreciate you listening. Um, all right. Swish and Flick Podcast can be found on all of the different social media channels. We're on Facebook at Swish and Flick Podcast and Twitter and Instagram at Swish Flick Cast. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel and also join us on Patreon for exclusive access to the Felix Files and 
more. You can join us for our live video chats every month. You can join us on Discord for our episodes. And that's at patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast. You should also look out for a swish swag. Swish swag is shipping in July. So, yes. Um, also, you can find all of that information on our website, swishflickcast.com. Along with all of our merchandise. Dot <laughs> com. Tiffany. Swishflickcast.net. It's dot com. Swishflickcast.net. It's dot com. You're welcome, America. What, what are you up to, Tiffany? Hey, Tiffany, what are you I up am, to? I'm on vacation. Lucky. I'm on vacation. Yes. It's the first week of it. Went to the dentist. You know. <laughs> no, I've pretty much been. I've pretty much been like prepping for Alana and I to have like a blast. So we're gonna have a great summer if it would stop raining. It I is very God, rainy. Though. So, like, I think it's supposed to rain this weekend. Yep, we're going to Columbus this weekend. Technically, it's not summer yet, so don't diss it yet. Got 20 days. Alright. Or something. And planning for Alana Rose's first birthday party. Woo woo! Which is out of control. But I can go ahead and... I don't know. We can go into uh, your design company. Because you guys designed her birthday invitations. We did. They're super cute. It was a true super honor cute. to serve Lady Supreme. It was. <laughs> yes, that's right. You she will so lucky pay you to have put time and effort into those. <laughs> She'll pay you by letting you come to her birthday party where you may not look her in the eye and you will attend to her every need. She needs a new dipe, you give her a new dipe. She needs a bottle, you give her the bottle. No back talk, no sassin. Lady Supreme rules all. You guys are going to give her a complex. <laughs> I mean, we don't really... I, I mean, don't... I guess we do kind of see. <laughs> She's out of control. She's so You're cute. babe. She's literally oh. so cute. Well, yeah, so our design business... I'm yawning. Is Whimsy Creative Design. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook. Our email is whimsycreativedesign at gmail.com. We do all of your fun design needs, including birthday invitations, wedding invitations, shower invitations, all kinds of good stuff. And thank you to like all the swishers alone who have contacted us. It's yeah, really cool. Like I'm excited to work with you guys. The support. Thank you. And uh, you can follow me and Meg on our YouTube daily vlog adventures at the Petrus Family. Some days it's cat hangs, and some days we take a trip to St. Louis. I don't know. You never know what's going to happen, so if you're interested in our lives, <laughs> go this on over to This weekend we're going to Columbus. I'm pretty excited. Lots of vegan What are you eats. doing there? Are you going to go to Kosai? Date weekend. I think we're just going to do the zoo. I don't know yet. We haven't decided. What's a zoo? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I caught it. <sighs> Sarah, what's I up with stop, you? because I'm going to do it. Um... Just living my life. Like a soul, slow dream. Just kidding. <laughs> um, this weekend that this podcast comes out, I'm helping my best friend with her bridal shower. So I'll be very glad when it's over. One step closer to the wedding. 
Um, <laughs> but we should have a good time. I'm We're just having like, a good ready, time. Ready to be done. Um, and we'll see. I uh, we'll see with what school and work is gonna happen. We don't know. I don't know yet. I applied to a school, but it's just a community college, so like I got in. Obviously, I shouldn't say it like that, but we'll see what happens. When I know something, I'll tell y'all. But other than that, I'm just trying to survive day to day. We gotta stop passing this yawn around. We're passing it like just, through digital waves. I know it's pretty crazy. <laughs> I'm just so like it's way past my bedtime, and I'm so I've been so tired since this weekend. Yeah. Since like Saturday. I hear you. Oh my gosh, guys! I did forget to tell you. So on Saturday, I went with my best friend. We had to go um, buy some stuff for her shower and for her wedding, and then because she loves me, um, there's a half price books, and I was like, "Can we? Can we go in?" I'm like, "I promise we won't be long." She's like. All right, I know you're lying, but yeah, we can go in. <laughs> and so, um, whenever I go to have price books, I have to like look in certain sections. So I had to obviously look at the Harry Potter books, mm-hmm. but they had a Tri Wizard Maze game, but it's oh. basically Trouble. I think is what the game was oh. called. When I was a kid. I have. We that, had yeah. Sorry, which is very similar. So um, we were celebrating my sister's best friend's birthday that weekend so we all went out to dinner and then we went to their house afterwards so it's me and my sister my best friend jen her best friend maya her husband mike and then our friend scott and we were playing it i was victor um <laughs> i think we played three rounds and i forget who won the first round i'm a very competitive person and nobody was like we were all 100 percent sober and i was like Bridget, my sister did something to me, and I was like, I'm gonna stab you! Because I was like, <laughs> they were mean to me. I won the second game, and then my sister won the last game. But we had a lot of fun. And, like, it was funny. One of them asked, like, how is this, like, even a Harry Potter game? Because it really is just um, trouble with, like, Harry Potter, like, their faces around it. Yeah. And I was like, well, if you actually read the cards, <laughs> like, they do say Harry Potter things. But we're just reading, like, you lose a turn or move back two spaces or like have another mm-hmm. turn or whatever, not reading the whole card. But we had fun. And it was only eight dollars. Nice. I, I think that I bought that somewhere. Or somewhere. I am I almost bought two of them because there was two there. Cause I almost was like, oh I could do one for a giveaway. Then I like we were already gone by the time I was like, I should have done that. So I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Well, that is very cool. Yeah, we'll have um, to play want... the next time we get together next year, you know? Yeah. Yeah, next year. <laughs> I do want to give a shout-out to Earbuds Podcast Collective. Um, they gave us a recommendation on their Twitter. So, thank you. Yeah, that was friends awesome. at Earbuds Podcast Collective. You guys rock. You know good podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, thank you. Yes. Um, so like Meg said earlier, we're on the Twitter and the Instagram. I'm personally on Twitter at TiffSwish underscore flick. Um Don't follow where her. can we find you guys? The Petrus family on Twitter, Meg's Mouse Tales, Skaterade Seven, and the Petrus family on Instagram. Yep. The Skaterade Seven post? Sometimes. Sometimes. Mostly she does uh, the Peaches family, but 
Sometimes Skaterade 7 posts. She's still there. She's elusive. <laughs> She's somewhere. It's really it's really Harriet that is Skaterade 7. I'm gonna change it. She's a private person. It's gonna be Haterade 7. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Alright. Is that all for the greater good in Voldemort and Valor? Follow Sarah at O'Malley. O'Malley. Three O's. Only three O's. Yeah, Tiffany. You gotta say it. O'Malley. Don't ever talk to me again. It should be be Mally O, because those are delicious. Yes, agreed. I don't particularly care for those, because I'm not an Oreo fan. Oreos are vegan, so I love them. them. I've never had one. You've oh, never Oreo? had an Oreo? No, a Malio. Oh, I thought you were, <laughs> I was you were talking. seriously America's offended favorite for cookie. a second. Listen, all of my Oreos are filled with ants. I can't eat them. I got ants on my Oreos. What? But don't call me an Oreo ant. <laughs> That's what I thought you were doing, too, but I couldn't figure out how to say it, and then Meg did it. Yeah. <laughs> So, are you talking about Malio's? It's just a chocolate-covered Oreo. Yeah, just, I've never had one. Just a chocolate-covered like Oreo? No, They're I don't think so. amazing. I'll get you one. I'm still scarred. Amazing. Amazing. Forever. Amazing. Okay. Do it as not you. Do it as, like, your Florence. No. Why? I'm so obsessed with that I today. You do have a Florence, and she's better than what you thought she is. Alright. Say something, peer Sarah. Peer. Something, Sarah. No. You want me to say something as Harry? Or, I mean, not Harriet. As Florence? Yeah. Would you like Would you like Florence to say the whole word of the line of the song of the whatever it is? And then you'll just repeat me? No, I think I can get it. That concludes <laughs> this week's episode. Oh, thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just <Jump> my voice! <laughs> One day you should say, don't let the pesky muggles get you down. Let's all pretend to be Tiffany. And Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't let those muggles get you down. Ooh, Tiffany, I don't like muggles. And <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany.
So hold on, I just want to answer this question. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted you, Katie. That's okay. Um, I don't think that Marty and I look alike, but a like, lot not of at all. People, <laughs> like a lot of people in our family have said that Alana looks like me when I was a baby, and since I was a baby, I don't remember what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some similarities. Like when I see baby pictures of me, I'm like, oh, I could see Alana. But like he, Marty and I favor the same side of the family. I think. I don't know. Where? Mm. Huh? So you spell Isaiah? I hope so. Isaiah, I hope I spelled your name right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm ready when you guys You're are. You're a goose. You are a goose. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. We're recording. Okay. What do, what do you want to talk about? Harry Potter, I guess. All right, let's go. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things. (laughs) (laughs) That episode of Family Guy was on with the Christmas album where he's like, no, 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 no. And I was laughing really hard today. You're all welcome. Okay, here we go. <laughs> when have we ever recorded for four hours on one episode? Oh my god, it's happened. I well, think about three hours. Sometimes it's like, like three hours setup. plus setup, plus waiting for it to export, plus having some snacks or a lunch. Yeah. I don't know who you guys podcast with, but I am very streamlined in and out. Mm. Uh, yeah, you sip tea on your own statements. Truth. They had some iced coffee. Is it really? Yeah. Do you, you want to see my glass? Why are you drinking coffee? Oh, that's cute. I like that a lot. Um, I'm super tired. Like, crazy tired. Today, I my eye started twitching. And then I read online that your left eye twitching means something bad's going to happen to you. Oh, that's but No. This, I mean, it's just a superstition. <laughs> <laughs> but this nurse, I was like working with a patient, and with the your nurse, stress. I started twitching. Well, so I'm with the patient helping the nurse, and I'm like, "Oh, my eyes twitching right now." And she's like, "Oh, I wonder why." She's like, "Are you stressed or tired, or do you have an electrolyte imbalance?" I'm like, "Yeah, probably all three. <laughs> I had weird dreams last night that I like can't get out of my head. Mm. Oh, I had a really weird dream last night. Row. What are you eating, and how dare you be eating right now? Yeah, what are you doing? It's a candy cane. <laughs> you do know it's almost June. I yeah. looked. I don't know where she got it from. I didn't even see her get it, and I don't know where she's it like came a fr- from. She's like a freaking toddler. That yeah. You have to watch. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know how she got the candy cane. <laughs> <laughs> you better chew that um, up. I will tell Damn. you part of my dream. Tiffany's friend was in it, and he shaved. And I was like, Yeah, I'm not talking to you until you grow that back. <laughs> In my dream. But facts. Um, I mean, Megan, I do have to point something out. Um, your mom was like a freaking saint today. So I like randomly walked out to get a package that was delivered mm-hmm. because Alana like leaned up all the way in her high chair and she was waving out the window and was like, dad, 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 dad. I'm like, no, that's not daddy. That's the delivery guy. But <laughs> I, I walked out and you're... Your mom just happened to be standing there with Winnie in the invites. And I was like, oh, hey. And she was like, oh, you just look so pretty. First of all, 
hair was in a ponytail. I looked like a rat. I had not brushed my teeth yet. <laughs> I barely just put on a bra, and it was one o'clock. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, thank you. Um, I am a trash ball. <laughs> but Tiffany, you're always a trash ball because you are trash. I know, but I was like super epic. I was a super trash. <laughs> Super trash. It's trash with a cape. Super trash. And so is super garbage. <laughs> Ooh, I like that better. <laughs> okay. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. Just want to no, tell you, never your, mom's, ready. your mom's real sweet. Nice. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.